0: Tonight's message is called hashtag. All right, that's why if you saw the Instagram post out there this afternoon, it said hashtag, like I had a hashtag where the word was hashtag. Um, what is a hashtag? Somebody tell me what it's a number sign, it's right, a pound sign, sure. What is the function of a hashtag? It shows what's trending, yeah. Right? Well, how else would you describe a hashtag? To describe the post yeah really yeah you know what hashtags were originally created for and that's why you can tell it's trending is because they describe what the post is about right so if it's you know uh Hashtag a celebrity's name. You know everybody's talking about that celebrity. Hashtag Kanye crazy. You know, I mean, he's always doing crazy stuff on there. He's, he trends a lot because um, Kanye says weird things. But uh. So here, I got a few. Y'all tell me what these hashtags represent. Y'all, y'all know all these, I think. What's that one? Man Crush Monday. And Next one, what? Women Crush Wednesday, yeah. Next one. Throwback Thursday, it's not TBH, it's TBT. Throwback Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it could be Tuesday, could be, to be truthful, okay, yeah. All right, give us the next one, Wes. Anybody know this one? It's not too loud. That one stands for too long, didn't read. So like when somebody has a really long post and somebody else comments like, TLDR, too much. I just didn't feel like reading that much. Too long, didn't read. All right, uh, got a couple more. Give us another one, Wes. Flashback Friday, or actually, and some of y'all uh, back when Twitter was first around about eight, uh, six years ago maybe, about six years ago. This one used used for Follow Friday a lot. People would tag people in it and try and get get all their friends more followers. But yeah, now it's mostly Flashback Friday. One more. You guys seen this one? Y'all never seen VSCO? It's for a, I think it's a camera app. So like when people, when photographers use that particular app, they'll tag it so that they show what app they used to take the picture. And so each of these labels a post. You know, if you see hashtag MCM, you know this post in its entirety is a Man Crush Monday TBT. It's going to be Throwback Thursday, right? So hashtags label things. They label social media posts, and that is how we can know. What is trending? Because we see what labels are showing up the more, the most often. Well, we tend to put labels on ourselves. Either we in- put them on, or we perceive that other people are putting them on us. One way or the other. And uh, sometimes we'll put labels on ourselves like, there we go. He was ready for it, right? Hashtag unattractive. Some of us have put that label on ourselves. Okay some of us need some humility but no i'm kidding (laughs) right sometimes and you might not even tell people these things that that you really believe these but sometimes we'll put this on ourselves. and you know sometimes when, when you see girls who are very promiscuous they're with a lot of guys it's because it makes them feel pretty but in reality they have labeled themselves unattractive go to the next one wes hashtag stupid Right. Sometimes we think that of ourselves, but here's the thing. When we really believe this about ourselves, it takes away our uh, motivation to even try to learn. Right? You think, oh, I can't learn. Man, I tell you, one time I was subbing uh, seventh grade in math um, for a teacher at Bonham a few months ago. And uh, most of the classes were fine. There was one class in particular that was just being really rude. And, um, and so I said... So I was like, you know, hey, why don't you, you know, work on this? And she's like, I'm stupid. I can't figure this out. That's not funny. No, listen, guys, guys. Listen. She wasn't stupid. I could tell just by the way she was talking to her friends she was intelligent. And if she had really wanted to, she could have. But she had put this label on herself that she was too dumb to do it. And so she wasn't even going to try. Next one, Wes. No, it is not. It is better to try and then give up every time. No, 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 no. Here we go. Hashtag disappointment. Some of us, some people in here think that, you know what, I'm just not good enough at anything. My parents, they must think I'm a disappointment. You guys, your friends, you know people who think that about themselves, like you're just not good enough. Here's one that hits me right in the face sometimes. Ungodly. I think about the things... Uh, that I've done the things that that you know that that I have struggled with, and I think, man, I can. How can God even love me? I'm so far away from from what He wants for me. And when we get that, you know, we feel like God could never love us because of what we've done. We put that label on ourselves. Here's one that you know people, even if you're not this one, you know people like who have this one on them. Wes, there we go. Had sex before marriage. And the problem with this one, the biggest issue I think with this one, is that once people have it on them, they assume they have to live up to it. I was talking to a kid at first priority several weeks ago who uh, was telling me, he's like, you know, everybody knows me as this promiscuous guy who sleeps around, so I feel like I have to live up to that. He told me that. that was, that's what he told me. He said, I feel like I, I, he wasn't even happy about it. I could tell in the way he was saying it. He, was, he didn't want that on him, but it's what people knew him as, and so he felt like he just had to keep doing that because it's what everybody expected of him. Everyone says it's about me anyways. I might as well, right? A couple more here. Hashtag can't let go. You guys know people like this who just hang on to the same things. Even when the issue has moved on, they continue to let it drag them down. Right, I was okay. Let me make a weird illustration here, but I'm going to make it. Uh, I'm reading through and watching the Harry Potter movies right now. Okay, um, listen to audio books and I watch the movies. So just the other day, I was watching the fourth one, Goblet of Fire, and Harry is like swimming in the lake in the second challenge, and the Grindelows are getting after him. Right, and so he's like using his little thing to get him away. But what if after he got rid of it, he grabbed one anyways and decided to swim with it? It'd be stupid. It'd be dumb, but we do that sometimes. Something that should be past us, we just continue to drag it along like a, you know, like a suitcase in an airport. I'm just going to keep carrying this thing even though it's moved on because we can't let go. Here's two more, two more real quick. Addicted, right? And we get this one on us and we never move past the thing we're struggling with, right? And yes, addictions are real. I'm not saying they're not, um, but again, when we hold on to this one, and we put it on ourselves, it's impossible to move on. Uh, and then one more, overwhelmed. And the thing about this one is when we get this one on ourselves and we put it on ourselves, we just excuse everything, right? I'm just really stressed. It's okay that I screamed at my little brother. Right? We, when we feel overwhelmed, well, it's okay that I... Didn't do that homework. I'm really overwhelmed. It's okay that I talk back to my parents. I'm just super stressed right now. Okay? And here's the thing what is happening here? This thing's driving me crazy. Close enough. When we, the way we identify ourselves affects the way we act. Like we just talked about, right? The labels that we put on ourselves inform and affect the way that we act in the things that we do. So when we have these things on us, uh, that becomes our action. The labels we put on ourselves become our actions. Now, who gets to put their label or their hashtag on something? That's why we played the game earlier tonight, branded, talking about labels here. So who gets to put their label on something? The The person that made it, exactly. So if you see my phone and you see that little apple on the back of it, you know that's an Apple product. Apple made that, right? Cause, and they've put their logo on it. So if you see, uh, you are you know, if you're wearing Nike shorts or Nike shoes or the Converse shoes we were talking about earlier, uh, you've got Nike socks on, I can see there. That label indicates that, hey, Nike made those socks, right? Um, and so that's the first person who gets to label something is the person who made it. Yeah. who's the Who, who else gets to put a label on something? No, not the government. No, no. I'm don't don't give me the Sunday school. This is more like down to earth. Like again, think about something you would buy at a store. It has the maker's label on it. Who else gets to put a label on it? Huh? (laughs) The buyers. Yeah, the person who bought it. Okay, I didn't hear you say it. I heard him say it. Um, like like when you were a kid. Anybody ever have your name? Your mom. like when you were going to camp or something, they'd write, the, write your name on the tag of your clothes? Anybody? Some of y'all? Maybe you still do that. I don't know. Um, your suitcase? Okay, right. Like you buy a suitcase, you put a, you put a label on it, an address label, so that if it gets lost, they can know where to send it. Yeah. So the person who makes something gets to label something, and the person who buys it gets to label something. So then the question becomes, who has the right to, to label to hashtag us? God made us, right? God made us. We know that. First thing, Psalm 119, 13, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb, right? So God created us. He's the first one who gets to put a label on us. And then uh, 1 Corinthians 7, 20, 23 says, you were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of hum- human beings. So who bought us at a price? Jesus. Yeah, now Sunday school answer okay. Uh, yeah, Jesus with his blood right on the cross, he bought our soul's back, and so God gets to name us, and Jesus who bought us gets to name us. Nobody else gets to put a hashtag or put a label on you other than those two people. And the quickest way to lose sight of what God says about us is to listen to what everybody else says about us, right? We let all those other voices get in our head, and then we can't hear uh, clearly what God says about us. I don't have this in my notes, but I heard it this morning on a podcast uh they were talking about Zacchaeus. Y'all remember Zacchaeus was a wee little man and the right. A few of y'all know it. Okay. So, what did Zacchaeus do so he could see Jesus? He climbed up in a sycamore tree. Yeah. Because when Jesus or when when Zacchaeus wanted a clear visual, he wanted to see and hear Jesus clearly, he got away from the crowd. Right, He pulled himself out of where the crowd was. They are all on the ground. He said, i got to get out of this mess. Let me get a little somewhere separate so that I can hear and see Jesus. And that's the thing. When we listen to what everybody else says about us, we can't hear what Jesus is saying about us. In Matthew 11, we're going to read three verses real quick. um, Jesus gives an invitation. In 1128, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Anybody get a song in their head just now? Yeah? Jamie Grace, right? Come to me. Yeah, okay. Um, Anyways, anytime I read that verse, that's what's in my head now. 1128. So Jesus invites. He says, hey, who's he he inviting? Us, all who are weary and burdened, right, which I think all of us can say at times we are weary, we are tired, and we are burdened. So he's inviting us, and he gives us a promise. He says, I will give you rest. He's inviting the messed up people, which is good because we all messed up. Right. Sometimes people who seem to have their junk the most together are the people who are the most jacked up. And y'all know, y'all have seen that. Maybe y'all have been that, putting on the perfect face, and inside you were really messed up. But so he's inviting all the messed up people, all of us. And what's he inviting us to do? Matthew eleven twenty nine through 20. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Does anybody know what a yoke is? Not No, that's a yolk of an egg. That's a different word. No, it's not. Y-O-L-K is the egg part. Y-O-K-E is what we're talking about. I see where you got it, but yes, what is it? Yeah, they would put it on, on their oxen or their cows or their donkeys, whatever. It's the thing that goes across their neck, and it's what the uh, farmer or whatever would use to steer it, like a steering wheel, okay? Think of a yoke like a steering wheel. Okay, and he's so what he's saying is, take my direction, take my steering, listen to what I'm saying. All you messed up people, come take your cues from me and not from the world. He's saying, listen to what I have to say about you. That's what Jesus is saying to us in this. He's like, listen, all you guys who are screwed up and you're messed up and that's all of us, listen to what I'm trying to tell you because I'm going to steer you right. That's what he says. And so let's talk about what the Bible says about us. We talked about what the world says about us, and what we put on ourselves. But we really need to uh, come to, you know, if we're going to listen to Jesus' direction and his words, we've got to know what the Bible says about us. All right, the first thing that the Bible says about us as believers is that we are accepted. Romans 15, 7 says, Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. So you are accepted, right? God has accepted us into the family, into his family. You know, that word makes me think of the movie Accepted, which I can't recommend. It's a stupid movie, uh, not really a clean one, but it was one that was popular when I was in college. I was on Comedy Central like every week, I think, for a long time. And so I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, and it's about these guys who get rejected from every college they ap- apply to, so they create their own fake college, right? Right. Um, But God does not send you a rejection letter, okay? If you come to him, he has accepted you, period. There's no SAT scores. There's no admission essays. There's none of that stuff, okay? God has accepted us, period. We don't have to wonder whether or not he did. He did, just as Christ accepted you. The second hashtag, and there's many, we're just going to talk about three tonight, hashtags that that Jesus has, has given to us. And that is beautiful. And guys, I know it's weird to think of ourselves as beautiful, but uh, just, just go with it, okay? Sometimes we feel like we are not beautiful. We're not... Uh, Beautiful because of something we did, because of something that was done to you or for you, or, you know, we compare ourselves to our classmates or to uh, the things we see on social media. Oh, my goodness, you know. Um, just today I was at the store, and, uh, you know, I, they had the magazines in the rack at, you know, when you're walking up to buy it, you know, they've got guys and dudes, you know, wearing not near enough clothes, and, and, uh, and you're like, okay, that's totally airbrushed. You know, like that picture was Photoshopped because they do that stuff, right? You see those pictures? Those are not real life. In fact, a couple months ago, there was a, a big thing about a girl who was an Instagram model making great money doing sponsored posts and stuff, and she quit, She and she posted this long post about how, you know, she talked about how, you see this picture that got so many likes? It took me 18 tries to do that, and that was, you know, um, to get that perfect picture, and we do that, don't we? Lord, social media is the greatest hits you know it's a greatest hits feed it is not real life and so when we compare ourselves to that we don't feel beautiful but ecclesiastes 3:11 says he has made everything beautiful in its time he has made everything beautiful in its time and he has also said eternity in the human heart yet no one can fathom what god has done from beginning to end he has made everything beautiful in its time not just some things not just some people he has made everything beautiful the Bible says, and Isaiah it says, He gives beauty for ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, and peace for despair. See, God provides a new name for us, like what uh, Aaron was talking about last week, and that's the last hashtag that the Bible, the label that the Bible puts on us, is new. See, whatever we did before we met Jesus, it's gone. Second Corinthians five says, Therefore, if any was in Christ. The new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. And so when we keep these old labels and we keep these old hashtags on our lives, we are not allowing God to do what it is that he wants to do in us. And so what that means is this. We don't have to live life like the world says. We don't have to allow the labels of the world to define us. Uh, we can live in God's good and perfect will, like Jeremiah says, um, for our lives, and we can live with no regrets. And so in closing tonight, I want to give you guys uh, the opportunity to, to, to have that, uh, that old name taken away. Here's what we're going to do. Wes, can you help me out? Um, bring the basket and the trash can up here. I didn't plan this very far ahead. I didn't tell Wes we were doing this at all, so he's confused. And then the basket on there, I think it has. No, no, I want the stuff in it. I think everything is in there that I want. So here's what we're going to do. Can I get somebody? Oh, they're going to fall to pass out, here we go, make sure everybody gets one of those and a pen, there's plenty of sharpies in there. there's a whole b- fresh box of sharpies, so everybody's going to get a hello, my name is, tag, and you can rip them in half, there's two on each one, so you can tear it and share it with the next person or whatever, they should, I think they're perforated too, so, um, and Wes is going to, um, Put some music on. Um, You can even put that video back on if you want. Just turn the volume down. That would be awesome. He's going to put some music on. And um, what I want you to do is think about the names that the world or that you have put on yourself and that God wants to replace. And this is just for you. Um, And you can write those things on that name tag. And then you come and throw it away. Yeah, so the things that you don't want to be, the things that the world has called you, the things that you have called yourself, okay, I want you to write that on that name tag and then just like they did in the video, crumple it up and come throw it away. It's 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 an illustration, it's a symbolic gesture of allowing God's newness to come into your life, to come into your heart. So Wes, go ahead and hit that. And uh, we probably won't even let the whole song play, but I'll let it play for a few minutes while you guys think about that. And just whenever you're ready, you can come and throw it away. You don't have to wait on anybody else or whatever. Just as you write it down, you can even – and then I'll – actually, no, don't come and throw it away. Just write it down, and then I'll pray over it in a few minutes. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for, for, your, for the newness that you provide, Lord. God, for the, uh, the life that you have given us that, that erases the death, for the beauty that you have given us for ashes, for the, the strength for fear and the gladness for mourning and the peace for despair, God. We're so grateful that, that we can get rid of our old lives and we don't have to walk under those old labels or live under those old labels anymore. God, that when we are in relationship with you, you have made us new. The old is gone. We are a new creation. And so, God, right now, God, we just get rid of those old labels. We get rid of those old things. God, we put them aside and we want to allow ourselves to walk in the, in the plan that you have for us and your good pleasing pleasing, and perfect will for our lives, guys. All right, guys, so come on up and throw those away. Just come on up here and dump those old labels out. Okay. I'm going to pray one more time and close us out here, and then and we'll be done with that. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you again for who you are. We thank you for your love that is eternal. God, I pray that we would remember this night, God, that these, these labels that we have gotten rid of, God, that they would not stick with us. We would not continue to carry them along with us, Lord, but they would leave them here in this trash can, Lord. Uh, and we would just walk in the newness of who you are and the way that you have loved us, God. Lord, we thank you for your love that nobody else can provide, God. God, and we love you because you first loved us, Lord. God, it's in you and we pray. Amen.